You're listening to the Courageous Creatives Podcast, Season 2, Episode 1. Oh my goodness, I'll be honest, I did not know about this until recently and it is a game changer. Do you want to know what people are actually searching for without paying one of those stupid third-party websites for that information? Hi there, I'm your host Georgie. In 2020, I ditched my traditional 9-to-5 job to be a full-time creative. I'm now a photographer, writer and artist and have never looked back. I'm here to help other creatives break the mould and not just chase their dreams, but reach them. It's time to bust the starving artist myth and build a modern career on your terms. Welcome to the Courageous Creatives Podcast. Hello creatives, I am sending out the biggest, warmest welcome back to season two of the podcast. Wow, it has been a hot minute since I've been here chatting to you all. One moment I was wishing you a happy Christmas and New Year and the next radio silence for over six months. So what happened? We're also going to touch base about what lies ahead this season and what you can expect from the show going forward. Then we'll dive into today's content, Evergreen Platforms. If you just want to skip ahead to today's educational content, you can find the timestamps in the description box for this episode below. So feel free to jump ahead if you're short on time. Also for full transparency, as I have my own small business, I do have paid offers and I might mention some of those in this episode. Okay, so why the long hiatus? Well, if you follow the show on Instagram, you already know, but I'll give you the Cliff Notes version. Although anyone who knows me knows that means I'm just going to explain. Um, But (laughs) a few key things have occurred. First, and perhaps the biggest reason, a couple of days after Christmas, my partner and I fell in love with a gorgeous late Victorian era cottage and we bought it. So between a lot of forms and getting every financial duck in a row and going through that whole vetting process, we officially became first homeowners in January this year and took over our sweet little house in March. And she has needed a lot of love. So we have been gap filling, sanding, nonstop painting for the past couple of months. Also hunting for carpets, fittings, furniture, you name it. And finding tradies. So it's been huge and it's taken a lot of energy. So yeah, that's that's probably been the biggest thing that has happened by far. If you are interested in following along with that whole journey, we have an Instagram account at Henderson Cottage, H-E-N-D-E-R-S-O-N Cottage. And yeah, that's where you can find all things DIY renos. I'm actually thinking of doing an episode for first home buyers later this season. Side note, neither my partner or I have traditional nine to fives or full-time jobs. So we've bucked that home buying myth. Um, And we would love to hear whether you'd be interested in hearing more about this. So let me know in the comment section on Insta for this episode if you'd like to hear more about that. In addition to that, my photography business has gained a lot of momentum, which has been so exciting. And I've pretty much solely moved into the Airbnb and interiors sphere now. I absolutely love houses. It runs in my blood. So it's my language. 
And I'm also still doing personal branding and business photography as well. So I've been on and off the road since January. On top of that, I still have my work for Hope & Co as well. So as you can see, (laughs) there has not been much time for the podcast uh, at the start of this year while I've just been trying to navigate and get on top of everything. With all of that said, I just wanted to thank you all for your patience and understanding genuinely because I really had every intention of coming back early with this podcast. You know, when I shared all of this a couple of weeks ago and apologized for not delivering on this season or all of the season one show notes when promised, I was so worried that I'd let you all down and I was so overwhelmed in the best way by the beautiful support that I received in comments and messages. And I really appreciate that you all understand that this is a passion project and that I I just work on it and get to it when I can. So thank you so much. I wouldn't be here without all of your support. Wouldn't be back here for a second season without your support. So thank you. On that note, before we dive into today's episode, to show your support for the show and help it reach more people, please subscribe and rate the show on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify, which you can now do. And I don't know when that came in, but uh, yes, you can now rate the show on Spotify. It takes less than a minute and it's a small way for you to show a huge amount of support for the show. So if you have done so already, thank you so much. It honestly means the world. Okay, so what's ahead for season two? This season will have much more of an educational focus, so a lot of our guests slated for this season are here to share what they do, but also give you really constructive insight and things that you can take away and implement into your business or creative ventures. We'll be covering all sorts of topics with our guests, from copywriting to finances and mindset, just to preface a few of the early episodes. And then in these solo casts, I'll continue to give you content to help you elevate your business or help you hit the ground running if you're planning to start out or are just starting out. So we'll be looking at things like investing, pivoting, like how to troubleshoot when your business is not working how to overcome competition, a blueprint to leave the nine to five, if that's the point that you're at, and much more. This will be a longer season and we'll introduce some international guests. Yay, I'm so excited. And it will be jam-packed with great content for you. So I'm really excited to continue to help you level up in your business and build a modern career on your terms. Okay, let's dive into today's topic, evergreen platforms. Now, this is one of those phrases we hear thrown around the small business and online business world all the time. As the name suggests, if you're not quite across what this is, evergreen is something that stands the test of time. Think of platforms like Instagram and TikTok as deciduous. They're constantly in flux, ever-changing, and all the content that you serve up there loses its relevance very quickly. So, you know, it sheds its leaves seasonally. Um, So whether it's a photo or carousel with a shelf life of 48 hours or a reel or TikTok that lasts in circulation for up to two weeks, either way, there's a lot of effort that goes into creating this content that doesn't serve you long term. That's why it's super important to ensure the longevity of your business, plus make sure that all of your hard work continues to work for you by having an evergreen platform. 
Now, evergreen content means that it is search optimized, which if you even vaguely understand SEO, search engine optimization, pretty much means the content is created with specific topics, keywords and information that people are generally always searching for. So just consider if someone was interested in your industry or products, what do you think they'd typically be searching for on Google? Essentially, an evergreen platform is a space that allows your content to be discovered long after it's been created. It's sustainable, long-term, and continues to be relevant over time. In fact, in many cases, it can become even more relevant the longer it's out there. So with that in mind, what evergreen platforms are there? Well, you might have a blog, a Pinterest account that links to your blog, a YouTube channel, you might have email newsletters or a podcast, just to name a few of the most common ones. Now, once you have picked a platform, it's time to decide on your content. The whole point of something that is evergreen is that it's timeless. So when you're looking at generating topics or content ideas, keep in mind that it's best if they're not associated with anything that's time sensitive. Examples of content that is not evergreen Anything relating to current trends, so if you have a business in homewares, textiles, fashion, anything that adheres to specific seasons within current years, like popular styles, spring 2022. Anything relating to statistics, reports or information that dates. News articles, because they cycle through so quickly, you get the gist. Examples of good evergreen content are how-to posts and videos guides. So if you're in the wedding industry, for example, a downloadable guide or checklist for planning or choosing vendors, etc. Your top 10x or top 5x. So for example, top five date ideas in Melbourne or anything educational. So teaching about a skill set or knowledge that you have in a particular field. So again, I'm probably going to lean to photography examples because that's on the top of my head, but why you need to shoot your photos in raw and then obviously explaining that in a blog post. So those are just a start, but the main thing is that it's relevant to your industry, your area of expertise and your audience. There's no point in writing a blog post about the 10 best family dog breeds if it's not relevant to what you're doing. If you're a mummy blogger, then sure. But if you're an artist, no. You get the point. So how can you start today? Work out which platform suits you best. And this mainly depends on whether you know you can commit to it. In most cases, if you already have a website for your business or service, a blog is the easiest platform to get started with. So that's the example that I'm going for with this. One of the best kept secrets of the trade is Google Trends. I'll say that again. Google Trends. Have you heard of this before? Probably not. Oh my goodness, I'll be honest, I did not know about this until recently and it is a game changer. Do you want to know what people are actually searching for without paying one of those stupid third-party websites for that information? And not only that, you also get location-specific intel on your target audience. So just as an example, I popped in wedding photographer into the search and it was able to rank the states by their interest in the topic. So the most interested state right now in wedding photography is Tasmania. Number two, Queensland. Three, Victoria. Four, New South Wales. And five, Western Australia. Now, what could you do with information like that? Well, 
how could you create content that is targeted towards that specific audience, those demographics. Now, the search Gold Coast Wedding Photography, which came up as the top searched topic for those keywords, was up by 250%. That's insane. So if you're a wedding photographer, you could look at doing a post on the best location weddings in Australia with your number one as Gold Coast and SEO the hell out of it. The important thing is, I guess, across the board, whichever industry you're in, do your market research. Another way to find out what people are interested in reading about is to read yourself. Put in the legwork and get yourself into the mindset of the consumer. If you were looking for something in a particular industry or niche, what would you be interested in finding out? What do you want to know? Also, without copying, what are other people in your industry talking about? What are frequently discussed topics or questions that people are having to answer? Now, the best way and easiest way to find this out is spend some time on Instagram stories and see if people have frequently asked questions that they're answering or head over to someone's story highlights and see what questions they're frequently answering for customers. Become an observer on social media and analyze the conversations that are circulating. And sometimes this can be easier said than done because we're very used to being passive consumers on social media. But if you have any kind of small business or creative venture, you really do need to start shifting that mindset into viewing social media as a tool and not as a social measuring stick. And that is something that we touched on last season, but I really want to reinforce in season two. Now, to create your content, just start. Done is better than perfect. Quality is always important, yes, but it's more important for you to put pen to paper and get something out there. Set a realistic schedule. There's no use saying that you're going to write one to two blog posts a week if you know that you won't be able to commit to that. So start by trying to create content once every two to three weeks and increase the frequency when you can. Next, make sure that you're ready to cross promote your content on your socials. So whether that's Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, whatever it might be, get creative about the ways that you can promote your new content. People hate just being told, I wrote this blog post, read it. I mean, I know me personally, I get frustrated with that and I'm guilty of having done that to people before. So be self-aware for one, <laughs> but understand that there are more ways for you to create engaging content that will attract people to your bigger content. For example, you could create a reel or a TikTok that sort of dangles a carrot, but then encourages people to go onto your website and find out more about that particular topic. So you want to encourage people to, I suppose, seek out this extra information that you're giving them rather than just telling them to go and read it. Those are my best tips for getting started with an evergreen platform. Thank you for listening to the Courageous Creatives podcast. And if you found this content helpful, please let me know by rating the show and make sure that you get more out of this show by subscribing so you don't miss an episode. I love hearing from you all on socials. So screenshot this episode if you are tuning in, wherever you might be tuning in. And share to Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag at Courageous Creatives Podcast so I can see and feature you. You can also have your say. Let me know what you would like future episodes to be about. Send me a DM on that Instagram account as well. 
or you can send an email to podcast at georginamorrison.com.au. In the meantime, the show notes for this episode will be available 48 hours after the show goes live. So head over to www.georginamorrison.com.au. That's G-E-O-R-G-I-N-A-M-O-R-R-I-S-O-N.com.au to access those show notes and any worksheets. Thank you so much for tuning in today and I look forward to bringing you more fantastic content in the next episode. Bye.